I will happily exchange money to get back my time. To me, online courses are one of the best ways you can do it. I definitely walk the walk. I don't just talk the talk. I love online education and I am someone who is constantly being a student of it. Hey, my name is Jenna Kutcher, and I am obsessed with all things business, marketing numbers, and helping you to navigate both the messy and the magical seasons of this thing called life. I'm a small town mama who took a $300 camera, grew a successful photo biz, and now I work from home and run a seven-figure online business. I teach you the tried and true secrets to building a career you adore. Shy away from the real talk? (laughs) No way. Money, hardship, growth, loss, and marketing are all topics we discuss here. Think of this as your one-stop shop for happy hour with a gal pal mixed with business school. Pull up a seat, make sure you're cozy, and get ready to be challenged and encouraged while you learn. This is the Gold Digger Podcast. I remember specifically telling my husband, Drew, babe, you've got to play it cool. You're freaking her out. Let me give you a little context of this story because it's one of those stories where it's funny now, not as funny at the time. There was a good chunk of time in my early entrepreneur days where I had this business coach. She was incredible. She was in my ear daily. She was teaching me and she also had no idea that I existed. That person is now one of my best friends, Amy Porterfield. But for years and years, I was this devoted fan. I listened to her every single podcast episode. I paid for her paid programs. I was in her Facebook groups. I was determined to be her number one student. And I honestly probably was. And now we are best friends. Literally, right before I came on here, she was like, text me first thing in the morning, like, tell me what you got going on today. I feel like she is my best friend. She is my peer. She is somebody I'm walking through life with, but also business. But I remember when we actually were hanging out with her and her husband, Hobie in real life, Drew kept reminding them like, Amy, I remember when Jenna would listen to your podcast when she was in the shower. And I'm like, babe, play it cool. Play it cool. You're freaking her out. And it's kind of funny because I think about those early days and how even just having that mentorship from a mentor who didn't even know who I was made such an impact in my life and in my business. Now, there is so much pressure out there that we should always be learning and developing. And we hear a lot of different methods out there on ways that we can grow as human beings, whether it's hiring a business coach or joining a mastermind or buying an online course. But let's be honest, like that landscape is super confusing. It can be really hard to navigate. And it can also be hard to really discern what is the right investment or how do I make sure that this investment is going to be worth it for me? So today's episode is kind of devoted to these different ways that you can be mentored throughout your journey. And I'm going to share my own experiences and investments. Some of them were absolutely without a doubt worth it. Some of them, not so much. And I want to talk about how you can cost it out to make the best decision based on where you're at, what your goals are, and where you want to go. So are you ready? Let's dive on in. If you love listening to the Gold Digger podcast, then I have the perfect next podcast for you. Imperfect Action hosted by Steph Taylor is brought to you by the HubSpot Podcast Network, the audio destination for business professionals. Imperfect Action is a bite-sized online marketing podcast for business owners. Join Steph Taylor as she answers all your business marketing questions and deep dives into the nitty-gritty of online marketing and content marketing, social media marketing, and marketing strategy for business owners. She recently covered the super hot topic of AI and how it could impact the online business world. You've got to tune into that if you're curious about all the benefits and the downsides of using AI in your content creation. Listen to Imperfect Action wherever you get your podcasts. So the first thing that I just want to say before we dive on into all of the different ways that you can learn is that I want to put you in the captain's seat here. Like I want for you to listen closely as I kind of outline different ways that you can learn and be mentored and grow as a business owner. And I'm actually going to go kind of... I did my best on this part, but go from least expensive to most expensive so that we can kind of cover the gamut. And what I want for you to do is as you listen to this, listen with a discerning ear to just kind of think about what stage are you at? What resources are available to you right now so that you don't put off this journey? Like if growth is something that you are desiring, there are so many different ways that you can get it. 
And so I want for you to really think about like, where am I at? What is my goal? And how do I want to get there? And what does that look like? And I've often talked about this on the show before, but I truly believe that there are different stages of entrepreneurship. There are stages where you are absolutely willing to trade time in order to earn money, right? Like when I think about my early days as a photographer, I was essentially giving up my time to collect dollars. But a lot of times when you find some level of success as an entrepreneur, the scales tip and all of a sudden you're willing to exchange money to earn back time. And when I think about this topic of learning, I think that there are both sides of the spectrum. There's room for both. If you are in a season where you do not have a lot of dollars to spend, then the thing that you are going to have to spend in order to learn and grow is your time. But if you are in a season of entrepreneurship where you are like, I just need my time back, time is my currency, and you're willing to exchange money to do that, then some of these bigger options might be the best pick for you to save yourself that time and to get that information or that insight or those strategies faster. So listen to this episode with a discerning ear, put it on the lens of your life and really get honest about what stage or season you're in because that will really help you know how to move forward. Okay, so the first way, and this might be slightly obvious, but let's just talk about it, is self-learning. Like you being here listening to this show shows me that you're already invested in learning and that's awesome. Like self-learning is huge. That's where I think most people need to start. And it doesn't just start with the learning, right? Like we can listen, we can consume. A lot of us are consuming a lot on the daily. But where I think the magic happens when it comes to self-learning is not just learning, but proving to yourself that you are committed enough to get yourself results for free. If you have maybe been a passive listener of this show, but you've never implemented or taken any action based on what you learn here, let this be where you begin on your educational journey. Like take the time to apply, to implement, to get yourself results. There is so much confidence found in you taking a nugget of wisdom or a strategy or a system and implementing it on your own and getting yourself results. And I feel like that confidence carries you into more significant investments of both your time and your money when it comes to learning. Now, let's be honest, there is no shortage of free resources available online that you can use to teach yourself about different aspects of business. There are blogs, there are articles, YouTube videos, podcasts. This is obviously the cheapest way to learn about business since it requires only your time. And what I would second that with is not only your time, but if you can partner your time with effort and put some effort into what you're learning, that is where you are going to really gain some traction. Now, one thing that I want to say here is that if we think about what I just talked about before, about those seasons of life where you don't have a lot of money to give, and so you have to exchange your time, this is that season where you are going to be spending time learning. And what that means is a lot of times with free resources, you have to go through some of the crappy ones to get to the good ones. But this is your season to dedicate your time. And I would love for you to partner it with effort. So self-learning, number one, cheapest way to get started. And I hope that's where you begin. The next way that you can learn that really helped me when I was getting started is looking into industry-specific forums or social media groups. I feel like this is also a very appropriate time for us to plug our Gold Digger Podcast Insiders Facebook group. We have over 62,000 listeners in there. And you are absolutely invited. We have included the link for the Insiders group in the show description. But here's something that's interesting. When you think about this, a lot of times when you are starting something new, it feels like a very isolating experience. And so when you can put yourself in these opportunities to network, to learn, to be in community with, to see other people's questions or give answers in industry-specific spots, man, you want to be there. And the coolest thing is, is with the internet now, that is so easy. And a lot of times it is absolutely free. So I would highly, highly encourage you to join online forums or social media groups that are specific to your industry or your niche so that you can learn from other people. And you can also learn where your secret sauce is, like where you can contribute where things might come easier to you than they come to other people. I have found that when you are active in different communities like that, when you are someone who is not just asking, but you are also giving, you can build some incredible 
incredible relationships and you can build up an incredible support network to make the journey far less isolating. And again, most of the time that is absolutely free. Next is free webinars and seminars. And I am someone I love webinars. And let me tell you, in my inbox weekly, I am someone signing up for webinars. Like if you send me an ad for a webinar, you better believe I'm going to sign up for it. And let me preface this and say that having attended so many webinars in my day, not every webinar is valuable. There is a very good chance that you listening right now have signed up for a webinar and you felt like you walked away with nothing. Like there's nothing worse than wasting an hour of your time and feeling like you got no value out of it. And the only way to get value is to pay for something. I hate that that can be a perception of webinars. And I hate that those webinars exist because they absolutely do. But if you are in a place where free is what you can afford when it comes to learning, sometimes it costs spending your time on some of the not so great webinars to find the really good ones. For me, when I create my webinars, my goal is to give away so much amazing content for free that someone can apply it and get results. Like when I teach on my webinars, I want someone to literally take what I taught and apply it that day and get themselves a result so that they come back and they want to buy my paid offer. I want my webinars to be filled with such applicable information that even if somebody has $0 in their bank account and there's no way in heck that they're going to join my program, they are going to get themselves results that will earn them the dollars so that the next time I launch it, they're ready. They're excited. That's like my goal. Like I get so excited about getting people quick wins. And if you think about it, like I kind of come at it from this thought of like, if I can get people results for free, then they cannot even imagine what will happen when they pay me, right? Like that's what I want to think about. But when you think about free webinars and seminars, there are two ways that you can learn from them. And maybe you're missing this. So I love one, learning the topic that is being taught in the webinar itself, right? So there are so many different topics covered in webinars. And I love signing up just to learn about that topic. But two, you get to experience a different method of launching. I often sign up for webinars because I want to see how the person presents it. I want to see what platform they're using. I want to see what aspects they have in their chat. I want to see what their email sequence is like. I want to see what their reminders are like. Like I want to watch how they pitch their product. And so I sign up for webinars in a twofold way. I want to learn about the content, but I also want to learn different methods of how to lead an effective webinar. And so a lot of people miss that second part of the process. And I am constantly, much to my team's dismay, sorry, Steph, on support, signing up for different email lists, signing up for different freebies, signing up for different webinars, signing up for different courses, just so I can kind of see how people are promoting and launching it. So don't miss that it can be a twofold learning opportunity when you sign up and show up for a webinar. Next, we're kind of navigating now into the paid territory. So the first three that were free were self-learning, industry-specific forums or social media groups, and free webinars and seminars. Now let's go more into paid options. And we'll start with kind of the lower price point. So books and eBooks. So I will never forget, I actually just had this very surreal moment, but years and years and years ago, I remember I was flying somewhere. I had my Kindle and I downloaded this book called Launch. Now, this book was written by a man named Jeff Walker, and it is still to this day one of my favorite business books. It is so unreal because just a few months ago, I was actually in Napa with Jeff Walker, and I had to tell him this story of me just starting out. I was trying to navigate from being a wedding photographer more into this digital space, the digital education space. And his book was like a lifeline to me. I have so many things highlighted on my Kindle. I wanted to pull up my Kindle and just show him like, I made these highlights years and years ago. This made such an impact on me. And it was a book that he had written. And it's funny because there was this time in my life when I was just getting going on this side of my business where I was reading all of the business books. And I eventually kind of burned out on business books because I'd read so many of them. Now to this day, I can't read a business book anymore. I just cannot do it. I can't focus. I have to do Audible. And so, you know, again, as I'm telling you these different things, remember at the top of the show, I was like, listen to this with a discerning ear of what's going to work for you. What is your style? What is your vibe? 
And so it's funny because when I think back to like reading Jeff's book and highlighting everything, I was just at a very different point in my business. And now I'm like, give me an audible. I'll listen to one chapter while on the treadmill. I'll think about it all day and I'll revisit it after. But what's so cool is that books can be such a huge way to learn. And after writing my own book, I know how important a book feels to an author. You want it to be the best of the best. And when it comes to business books, it is such a great challenge and honor for those authors to write these books because they've got to stand the test of times, right? Blog posts, you can update them six months from now, a year from now. A book is going to be a book until the end of time. And so when I know how much work and time goes into books, when I think about business books, I'm like, man, they are gold. And they're usually quite affordable, right? You can also get books from your local library. So it technically could be free. So if you are looking for an affordable way to learn, I highly, highly recommend reading some business books. Now, I have picked a few that have changed my life. And it was kind of interesting as I was making this list. I have a lot of books that I absolutely love and adore. I would say my favorite books of all time were all written by women. What is fascinating to me is that a lot of my favorite business books have been written by men. And I feel like I need to do like therapy on why that is. But one thing that I think is really interesting to me, and again, looking through the lens of like who you are and what makes you different, a lot of times for me, I have to step into my masculine energy when it comes to business. Being in my feminine is how I love to move through my life. It's how I love to mother my children. It's how I love to show up as a wife. But for me, when I think about what I want to learn in the business space, I approach it from more of like a masculine standpoint. So I just thought it was really interesting as I was thinking to myself, what are like my top five business books? They were all written by men. And I kind of had to like check myself a little bit because there are some incredible business books written by women out there. But I think that in the season of life when I was really heavily into business books, it was when I was really trying to channel that masculine energy. But women authors out there writing business books, I see you. I'm excited to listen to you on Audible. Here are the top five that changed my life. We have linked them up in our show notes and show description for you as well. So Launch by Jeff Walker. Traction by Gino Wickman is one that I've talked about many times. This is a book that I read right after Coco was born that really helped for me to differentiate the difference between being a visionary and an integrator. And so if you are someone who is looking at hiring support or kind of what position you serve your business best in, that's a great book. A recent Audible listen is $100 million offers by Alex Ramosi. Incredible book. It's my most recent Audible listen. His wife, Layla, is actually coming on the show very soon. You're going to love her episode. This has been a book that has changed how I want to put together my offers. It has been a framework. It is insane what Alex gives away for free. Now, let me preface this by saying his language isn't necessarily my language. And there are certain aspects of like how he delivers his insights that maybe aren't fully aligned with like how I show up. However, I learned so much from that book. I've sent it to so many people. I even texted my brother was like, you got to read this. Expert Secrets by Russell Brunson. Russell's a dear friend of mine. All of his books are so good. Dotcom Secrets, Expert Secrets. He has this whole trilogy of books and they are all incredible. He was a huge like mentor again that didn't know I existed for many years before he became a friend. And then Purple Cow by Seth Godin. And I loved that one just for like branding and standing out and differentiating yourself. And I think that can be really good if you struggle with things like imposter syndrome. So those are five books. Again, a really great way to learn a super affordable way to get your education on and an awesome thing if you don't have a great budget, but you have time to learn. Okay. After that, I would say online courses and online courses can range anywhere from $30 to 10,000 plus. And so the curve is very steep in terms of what you can learn, what you can get and the level of support that you can find in online courses. Now, for example, my online courses range anywhere from $150 up to $500. And I've purchased courses that cost $5,000. In fact, the first online course that I ever took was $5,000, which is crazy. Like when I think about that, I'm like, holy moly, that's a lot of money. But with that course, I got some one-on-one coaching calls. And that was my first investment in learning. And it's kind of crazy when I was thinking about that. Because I'm like, wow, Like even to this day, $5,000 is a lot of money to spend on an online course. But what was interesting to me when I was kind of thinking about like, why did I do that? Like That's pretty ballsy at the beginning. I remember that I told the course creator, I said, when I sign up for this course in these one-on-one calls, 
I don't necessarily want to talk about the course content. I want to talk about how you built it. And so remember how I said, like, I sign up for webinars because I want the content, but also I want to see how the content is put together and promoted and everything about that. I bought my first online course, not just to get the course content, but to really kind of figure out how was it built? What platforms were used? And so I remember saying, I will invest in this program, but I want to use the one-on-one calls to learn how you did it. And I love that about me because I feel like I was, again, able to see kind of that twofold level of investment of like, I like the content itself, but I also want the science behind it and the strategy behind it. And if I can get both, man, I'm going to come out a better person than I absolutely did. There are so many online courses out there that cover a very wide range of business topics. Some courses can be even free or super low cost and others can be really high ticket. I am someone obviously who swears by online courses right now as we speak. I am a student in three different online courses. One is about health and nutrition. One is about marketing and one is about parenting. I am someone who is loving to learn. I think about my mom. My mom always says like, I am a lifelong learner. My mom and I share a Kindle library and she was like downloading these awesome like meditation books and different things. And I just like love that about my mom that she's always learning. I feel the same way. I'm a lifelong learner. And so right now I'm in three online courses. Online education has absolutely transformed my business. There are so many benefits to it, especially if you are fitting education in like you don't have full days to devote, like you have to kind of fit it in in 20 minute time chunks, or you want to revisit that content. And it might not be as effective, say as like one on one coaching, but it is a way more reasonable way to get access to an expert to take what they learn to apply it to your business to save yourself time and frustration and to get results. And one thing that I love about online courses is people often are not only giving away their systems or their strategies or like that knowledge, but they're also giving away different tools that will help speed up your results. So again, if you find yourself in a place where you're like, I will happily exchange money to get back my time, to me, online courses are one of the best ways you can do it. I definitely walk the walk. I don't just talk the talk. I love online education and I am someone who is constantly being a student of it. After that step, then what I would say is this, and this one could kind of fall in this general area, but I really wanted to include it because I think it's often missed. And what this one is, is peer-to-peer mentorship or trading with other people. This is something that I like want to kind of have like a little asterisk or like a disclaimer around because I think that you want to proceed with caution and care in approaching relationships in this way. But one thing that I think is absolutely worth exploring is if there are opportunities for you to trade knowledge or products or services with someone who you want to learn from. Now, I say I was slightly hesitant to include this because I don't want people to undervalue others, especially others in your industry. I think our industries are much smaller than we often think. And I was even having this discussion with someone the other day because she was like offering to do a trade with me. And I said, you know, I'm totally willing to do a trade, but I do not want you to feel undervalued. I want for you to know that you are worth every penny you're charging. I'm absolutely interested in doing a trade, but I have seen a lot of trades go wrong where somebody feels undervalued or undermined or like the approach of that peer-to-peer mentorship was not done in a way that really shows someone, here's what could be in it for you. I think a lot of times our natural tendency as humans is to say, what's in it for me? And so I want to preface this one and just say, if you are going to approach someone and say, hey, I would love to do like some sort of trade with you or like peer-to-peer mentorship, I would love for you to approach it with, here's what's in it for you and really show them how you can provide them value versus being like, here's what I need from you. The Gold Digger podcast is supported by HubSpot. Entrepreneurs have a lot to deal with without tedious tasks like manually updating reports or chasing down teams to figure out if targets have slipped. 
With HubSpot CRM, get real-time data at your fingertips so your teams can stay in sync across the customer journey. Track your contacts and customers, send personalized emails in bulk, and get the context you need to create amazing experiences for your teams and for your customers at scale, all from one powerful platform. It's why more than 150,000 companies already use HubSpot CRM to run their businesses better. Plus, HubSpot's user-friendly interface sets you up for success from day one so you can spend less time managing software and more time on what matters, your customers. There's no better time to get organized. Learn how HubSpot can help your business grow better and get a special offer of 20% off on eligible plans at HubSpot.com slash Gold Digger. You might not know this about me, but one of my favorite roles that I play in life is being a host. That's why Drew and I are hosts on Airbnb. If you want to generate extra income and have space to share, you should definitely check out Airbnb. As a mom and full-time entrepreneur, it's been super easy to fit hosting into my schedule. Over the last few years, we've had many visitors and we've even been voted super host several times. Whether you've bought properties as an investment or have unused rooms waiting to be shared, hosting on Airbnb is the practical and profitable choice. And just think about it. If you've put a ton of time, effort, and work into your home, someone out there probably would love to experience it while they're traveling. So next time you're planning a trip or want to make some extra pocket change from your spaces, consider hosting on Airbnb. The hosting process is simple, practical, and tailored to you. Your home might be worth more than you think, Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. I remember when I was first starting out as a photographer, I actually did a lot of trades. So I would trade for like getting my hair cut and colored and just different things. And again, if you're in that season where you don't have a lot of money to spend, it can be an excellent way for you to get value and experience and education while trading your services or your time. So I just wanted to share that, but remember to approach it without thinking what's in it for me, but sharing it and presenting it in a way of like, here's what's in it for you, or here's what I want to do for you and set super clear expectations on what that can look like for both of you. But I think it can be a super valuable way. It's funny now because when I think about my friendship with Amy, it truly is just this like beautiful friendship. But it's so awesome because even the other day I was planning a launch and I was like, oh, I just need someone to like run this idea by. And having her as a peer that I can ask questions to and she can ask questions about launching a book and like we go back and forth and it feels so reciprocal and it's just this beautiful relationship. It's so invaluable having those friendships and those relationships. And a lot of times that can come from giving someone else value without expecting anything in return or having this really clear way of how you can partner in a way that's beneficial for you both, but saves some investment for you. The next one is hiring a business coach. Now, I've had a lot of different mentors in different stages of my business, but I've never really formally hired a business coach for consistent coaching. The first course that I mentioned, that one that was $5,000 that I ever bought came with those few one-on-one calls. And that was kind of my first look of like, what does it look like to have a mentor? And one thing that I really found interesting was that just having the accountability of knowing that I had to get on the phone and like report to someone really held me to my promises. I think a lot of times when we're thinking about hiring a business coach, what we truly need is just like accountability. Obviously, there are times when we're hiring a business coach and we need like super specific strategy or different things like that. But for me, I remember at the early stages, I probably wasn't ready for a full-blown business coach, but that accountability piece was really huge for me. I've also had kind of different mentors in different spaces when I'm moving through different areas of my life. I had like Dean Graziosi. He kind of coached me through different launches. I had mentors and help when I was launching my book and things like that. But I've never like sat down and like signed a contract of like, you will coach me for six months and it'll be this much money. So here's something that I think is so important if you are considering hiring a business coach is make sure that you find someone whose values align with yours and who has experience and excelled in the areas that you want to grow. A business coach can provide this personalized guidance and advice on your business strategy and they can obviously help you develop skills in areas where you need improvement. But since business coaching can often be an expensive investment, 
you want to make sure that you find the right coach. Like I kind of think of it as like a marriage. One thing to think about before hiring a coach is what is the end result that you're expecting out of the coaching? And are you confident in this person's ability to deliver? I feel like people ask me all the time, should I hire this person? Should I hire this person? This person has this offer. Is this the right business coach for me? And I'm like, first, before you put any money on the line, get super crystal clear on what is the end result that you want. And I always tell people, do not be afraid to ask questions about what is included, what you can expect, what you need before making a big decision like this. You want to avoid people that have super generic claims. You want to clarify if something sounds too good to be true, just like your mom said, it probably is. And you want to make sure that the areas that you need the most support in are areas and places that the coach feels really confident in helping you in. The values piece is like so huge though. And I know for me, when I have had mentors in my life and they're like giving me ideas or you should try this or do this and it doesn't feel aligned, it often comes back to having different values. And I remember this was like this big realization for me, especially after I had my kids where people were like, Oh, like you need to do these huge conferences or things like that. And I was like, that is so far from what I want to do right now. I want to be home with my children. Like, and I realized like, okay, like their experiences and their ideas are great for them. It's like that good for them, not for me type mentality. Not that I'm better than them or their ideas weren't good, but we just had very different values in that stage or season of life or business. And so you definitely want to look at like our values aligned and lifestyles like am i willing to do i want to have the type of lifestyle that they have that's required because a lot of times business coaches are teaching off of their own experience which often includes their values and lifestyle so that's my caveat is just kind of being really thoughtful in terms of that another way that you can learn and grow and i love this one is going to a conference so speaking of conferences right as i say i don't want to do that i just want to be home with my babies conferences can be incredible for a million reasons, but they do require this different level of investment, both financially as well as your time. Like if you think about it, a lot of times you have to pay for lodging, you have to have airfare, you have more days out of the office. But I will say this, there is something so magical about going to a conference. Not only is it an incredible networking opportunity, but you also get to learn from the experts and the speakers in this like space that kind of feels sacred. Like if you ever went to summer camp as a kid and like you get home and your parents are like, how was it? And it's like, you just can't describe the magic. I feel like if you can get into the right conferences, it is exactly that and so much more. Now, there have been conferences that I've spoken at in the past. And I remember this one. I met Jen Olmstead and... Jen is now my web designer. So she's a person responsible for my website. And I met her and her business partner, Jeff Shipley, who they're great friends of mine. But I remember the first time I met them, I met them at this conference. And we like went up to the hotel room after and they were making gin and tonics. And we made this like charcuterie platter, but we didn't have like a knife and we didn't have a platter. We were like putting it on a hotel towel. And like, we always joke of like, that is so funny. Like that's how our friendship started. We were drinking out of like styrofoam cups. And I just think about like a lot of relationships that I have where of course they could have started online, but there's just something so powerful about being in other people's presence. And so if a conference is something where you can learn from experts, you can get new insight or strategies or systems while also being in community with people who are like you, it's a great way to invest. One thing that I would tell you is that it's very easy to get really swept up at a conference and then to go back home and to not implement because all of a sudden now you're four days out of the office and your inbox is and oh, I'll get back to my notebook and I'll implement. And so if you are going to a conference, have a strategic plan for how you're going to implement the knowledge or the insight that you gain from that conference and have like time mapped out on your calendar to do that so that you can get the real value after the conference has ended. So I think that's a really great way to invest in your learning. Next up, there are two left. So the second to last one is joining a mastermind. I have been a part of many different masterminds over the years. Back in, I think it was 2017, I joined my first mastermind. It was the biggest business investment I'd ever made. It was $25,000. I remember sending out, I did like 
two-part payment or maybe even four-part payment and like i remember drew seeing part of the payment and i was like trying to pretend like that was the whole investment not to be like deceitful but like i couldn't believe that i was spending that much money but it was a huge pivotal change in my career again i had kind of hit that threshold where now i'm at this place where i was willing to trade money to get back time and i also it was the first time that i had ever been in rooms where people were so transparent where they were talking about numbers and launches where they were willing to help like i had been so isolated in like the photography industry that like i didn't even know that these types of things existed and it very much expanded my mind and what was possible and it gave me support and i still have a lot of close friends that i met from that mastermind and one thing about masterminds that's so interesting and i feel like it's kind of like this buzzword but the whole point of a mastermind is not just to learn from the person leading it, but to trust the person leading it to gather the right people in the room. So much of masterminding is like peer-to-peer growth and connection and knowledge. And so I joined Lewis Howe's mastermind way back in the day. And it was so crazy because there are certain experiences in my career where I can literally like draw a line in the sand of like, here was before and here's after. And Lewis's mastermind, I remember on the last in-person meetup, I met Brendan Burchard, who did this amazing strategy day. I remember Drew was actually with me for that one. And he like told Brendan at the end of the day, we had just met him in real life. And Drew was like, Oh my God, I feel like you are like the male version of my wife. Like, I feel like I understand my wife better after hearing you talk. And then I joined Brendan's mastermind. Then Brendan and I became friends. Now I'm a part of Brendan's informal mastermind where it's an unpaid mastermind. You just show up, but it's like this gathering of our friends and peers in the industry. And it's probably where I've met some of my greatest friends and also been most supported, not just in career, but in life. And so you can do paid masterminds. You can do free masterminds. You can gather peers and say, every Friday we're getting on Zoom and we're helping each other out. But the whole idea behind it is like, you want this collective energy of people who are willing to share and contribute and brainstorm and support. And it can be absolutely life-changing. Now, if you're looking at it from like a formal mastermind standpoint where you're paying someone and you're getting, you know, these are the deliverables. These are the retreats. Here's what you can get. You could pay anywhere from $10,000 to $100,000 or more if it's hosted by this expert or maybe celebrity or someone that you know has the know-how or the strategy or the connections. But again, you could also do this the free route and just gather some people together. One thing that I'm doing this year that I'm very excited about is I have a couple girls trips planned with different women in my industry who I'm friends with. But instead of doing like a formal mastermind, we're saying, Hey, let's like set aside three days. Let's go somewhere nice. Let's relax. We'll eat good food. We'll sleep. We have no agenda, nothing formal planned. But we know that when we're together, we'll both talk about life and business and parenthood and all these things and we'll get so much out of it. And so instead of investing my money in joining a formal mastermind, I'm like, I want to set aside that money and do these nice girls trips that I'm very excited about where I can learn from other people and also contribute. And so that's another way that you can do it. Here's the life and work hack for you. Ever since I started getting dressed in the mornings before working from home, I have been more productive and efficient. I guess the saying dress for success is actually true, which is why I am obsessed with quince. Quince offers luxury fashion without the hefty price tag. With prices ranging from 50 to 80% less than similar brands, it's a no-brainer to choose Quince for timeless style at unbeatable prices. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the middleman, passing the savings on to us, the savvy shoppers. Personally, I've snagged the Italian leather bow ballet flats. They've truly become a wardrobe staple. And let's not forget about their stunning 14-karat gold jewelry, which adds this touch of sophistication to any outfit. Whether I'm working from home, dressing up for a date night, or a play date with friends, Quince always delivers in style, quality, and affordability. If you're ready to elevate your wardrobe without breaking the bank, join me in embracing the Quince revolution. Trust me, your closet and your wallet will thank you. Indulge in affordable luxury at quince.com slash gold digger for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. 
Burns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E.com slash gold digger to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Let me tell you, I love it when I find a way to blend style and comfort. This is why I am obsessed with Jenny Kane. Jenny Kane is a California brand through and through, and their staples make getting dressed a breeze. We're talking minimalist, effortless, yet totally refined, which is exactly my vibe. I wear Jenny Kane's house slippers every single day. I even sent a pair to my best friend, and I've been on the hunt for the perfect shoe for travel. I just grabbed their suede kitten heels. They are timeless, easy to pack. And when I wear them, I get compliments. And it also helps that they are super comfortable. I've also got a quick shout out their sweaters. The oversized cotton fisherman and the cotton cocoon are perfection for everyday wear. And even as the weather warms up, they are absolutely staying in my rotation. Now, the best part about this brand is that you can mix and match the pieces effortlessly. Pair their sweaters with classic denim or a simple slip dress and you You've got a look that's put together without even trying. Jenny Kane believes in the art of simplicity. And on top of the amazing clothes, they even have home essentials. We're talking timeless furniture, cozy pillows and throws, and the most incredible candles. Find your new uniform at JennyKane.com. Our listeners get 15% off your first order when you use the code GoldDigger15 at checkout. That's 15% off your first order at J-E-N-N-I. K-A-Y-N-E dot com promo code gold digger 15. Let getting dressed be one less thing to worry about. I'm pretty well versed in social media, but there was one major platform on the internet that I didn't know how to use to its max potential. And that was LinkedIn. Can you relate? With LinkedIn ads, you'll learn how to build the right relationships, drive results, and reach even more of your audience. Imagine having direct access to decision makers. We're talking about a billion members, 180 million senior level executives, and 10 million C-level executives. Now, trust me, that is a network you want to be a part of. LinkedIn provides targeting and measurement tools specifically designed for B2B. In fact, in the tech world, LinkedIn generated two to five times higher return on ad spend than other social media platforms. And here's the best part. You're not alone. LinkedIn respects the B2B B2B world we operate in. In fact, 79% of B2B content marketers say that LinkedIn produces the best results for paid media. That's right. LinkedIn ads helps build connection and results. Make B2B marketing everything it can be and get a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash goal to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash goal. Terms and conditions apply. The last way that I think you can really learn and grow is pursuing an advanced degree or something like an MBA. You can always invest in furthering your education in a more traditional setting. These opportunities can obviously provide this more comprehensive education in business and can also open up career opportunities that might not be possible without that. And so I thought it would be dumb of me to not bring up this point. However, when you look at this route, it's obviously a significant investment in terms of time and money. It was interesting... A few years back, I got an offer to actually get my master's for free. And I actually greatly weighed it out. And there's this part of me that was like, of course, I'm going to do this. Like, why would I not? But when it came down to it, I was already an entrepreneur. I didn't really have this dream or ambition to go into a more traditional job setting. And so while I would absolutely gain a ton of knowledge and information while getting my master's, it would also take a significant amount of time away from my business. And I really had to look at it. And I strongly weighed it out. I remember like pulling people on my Facebook page of like, should I do this or not? And it was really interesting to see the different answers. But what it came down to was I was just at a time in my life where like, I didn't necessarily have the extra time to put into getting an MBA. It wasn't that I didn't value it. I thought that opportunity was so incredible. But it also kind of made me realize, wow, I learn in a lot of different ways. And I can apply that learning a lot faster than waiting to get that degree. And so I think getting your master's is an incredible accomplishment and something to be noted. For me, it just wasn't the right option. So now that I've outlined so many different ways that you can grow and learn and get mentorship, let's talk about how to know if an investment is worth it. So when you're making an investment in your business, it's so important that you have a strong consideration. And here are some of the things that I love to keep in mind when I am choosing like, is this online course worth it? Is this mentorship worth it? Is this mastermind worth it? So first, 
think about how this investment fits into your overall business strategy and goals, right? So talking about this MBA, I really had to look at like, okay, what will happen to my business if I get my MBA? Does it make a difference? Obviously, I can apply that knowledge and information. Is it specialized enough in what I'm doing? And so you want to make sure that whatever you're investing in will help your business grow and achieve what you want in the long run. Again, if you can get crystal clear, and this goes for anything, whether it's an online course or mentorship or coaching or a mastermind, get crystal clear on what you need the outcome to be and get really honest if you are willing to do the work that it will take to make that investment worth it. A lot of times the investments require you. This is not where you want to be wishy-washy. This is where you want to be crystal clear on here's the objective and does this investment support that end result? And I often think of it kind of in terms of like a smart goal where it's specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, and timely. Like you, if you are investing, you want to be able to say, here's what I will get. And that was always a really good challenge for me is whenever I was going to make a big investment into my business, I would always sit down and write down what was that outcome because I would pitch it to my husband, right? I would say, Hey, thinking about making this big investment, here's what I'm going to get out of it. And here's why it's worth it. And so even if you think about like having to present it to someone, it can help you get really crystallized on like, is this worth it? Do I know without a doubt what I'm going to get from this? And is that aligned with where I want to go? Number two is consider the financial impact of the investment. So evaluate how much is this going to cost you? How much could it potentially make you in return? You want to make sure it is a smart financial decision. And you also want to think about... And this is something I think a lot about is... Is this investment putting my safety and security at risk? One thing that I think a lot of people do is you know, they hear these stories of people putting down a ton of money and all of a sudden now they've unlocked the keys to the kingdom and now all you got to do is put down that money. If your safety and security is at risk, do not be making investments that you cannot make. I truly believe entrepreneurship is a highly creative place to be. And it is impossible to be creative when you do not have safety and security. And so you want to make sure that this financial impact is going to still preserve your ability to stay creative. And it's going to preserve and maintain your ability to feel safe and secure. And I think that you want to protect those things first and then invest second. So again, remember, there are tons of free or very low cost ways to learn. And if you can get yourself results doing those, those results then can help you afford that next level that you need or want. Next, I assess the potential risks of the investment. So I love to really look at what are the risks. I am someone who is not a big risk taker, especially when it comes to money. And so think about how this investment can affect your business and what you can do to mitigate any risks. How much time is it going to take? Are you going to have to pause what's working for you to make this work? Is there a money back guarantee? What kind of ways can you make sure that this isn't super risky? Ask yourself these questions. And if you can't answer them, ask the person who's selling you these questions and make sure that that's super clear. And then lastly, number four, I would say seek advice. I think it's really important to have people that you trust in your life or your business, whether it's your peers or accountants or lawyers or your partner or other business advisors, like ask advice. If you are making a decision that feels like a very big one, have help making an informed decision. Run it by somebody. Again, even in just running it by someone, it can really help you crystallize why you want to do it, what you're going to get out of it and what that investment looks like. And it can help you just legitimize your decision. I think oftentimes we know what the right thing is for us, but sometimes presenting it to someone else can really help us make sure that we have utter clarity before we make that investment. Now, lastly, one thing that I like to think about is not just what it is going to cost me to learn something, but also how much is it costing me to not know this information? How much time am I wasting? How much energy am I wasting? How much frustration am I encountering by not knowing this? And something that I love to point out about knowledge is that a lot of times we can learn something once and apply that knowledge and get results for days, weeks, months, and years to come. And so I love to look at knowledge as this compounding investment. I remember to circle back all the way back to the beginning, I remember recently telling Amy Porterfield about this online course I'd heard about. And I told her, I said, I take online courses these days. And if I get one 
nugget of wisdom that I can apply and get results with, it is absolutely worth it. And that's how I literally take programs these days. It's like, if I can get one thing that I implement on and that gets me a result, it is worth it because I recognize the compounding effect of learning and education. And so I just want to remind you, like you, as you invest in your learning journey, whatever that looks like, whether it's free or highly paid, I want to remind you that knowledge compounds and the results compound. And that is something that should really inspire you to dig into not just learning, but to implementing and applying and getting yourself results. I hope that you loved today's episode of the Gold Digger Podcast. I had so much fun spending this time with you. If you have not yet taken the time to leave a review, would you do that? It means the world to me. I love reading your reviews. All you have to do is just go on to Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening if they have a review option. I know Apple Podcasts does. And so if you're an iPhone user and listening on that platform, I would love nothing more than to hear from you. And thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Gold Digger Podcast. Of course, until next time, keep on digging your biggest goals. I'm over here giving you a virtual high five because you just finished another episode of the Gold Digger Podcast. Did that go by way too fast for anyone else? If you want more, head over to golddiggerpodcast.com for show notes and all the discount codes from today's sponsors. And if you're looking for a new crew of movers and shakers like you to bounce ideas and ask questions, be sure to join my exclusive community for gold diggers on Facebook. The link's waiting for you at golddiggerpodcast.com. Let's face it, life and business can be stressful. And it's not just your mind that suffers when you're feeling tense or anxious. Stress can also affect your digestion and your immune system too. So what do we do about it? Introducing Just Calm, the breakthrough new stress soothing formula from Just Thrive. Say hello to a steady, serene, more relaxed you. Just Calm's proprietary mood lifting blend is clinically proven to help you relax and breathe a little easier in as little as four weeks. And for next level mood TLC, there's Just Thrive Probiotic. This is the probiotic my whole family swears by. This spore probiotic banishes bloat and constipation so your gut can produce more serotonin, which is your happy hormone. Plus, it supports better sleep so you can wake up feeling refreshed and revitalized. With Just Calm and Just Thrive Probiotic, you'll have the ultimate stress-fighting duo to help you win the day every day. To learn more about Just Thrive, tune into episode 734 with their founder, Tina Anderson. I loved chatting with her about the gut-brain connection. And if you're ready to take control and live your healthiest life yet, you can get 20% off your first 90-day bottle of Just Calm and Just Thrive Probiotic today. Visit justthrivehealth.com and use a promo code GOLDDIGGER. Take control today with Just Thrive. That's justthrivehealth.com, promo code GOLDDIGGER.